Welcome to another edition of One Morning I'm Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Vargo here with Josh Jones recording this soon to be maligned episode <laughs> on Monday, March the 8th. And the drinks were your idea and very fucking appropriate. So go ahead and tell we're them. We're drinking vodka sours. Because we've done whiskey sour before. Well, this is a vodka sour because that game Saturday left us. Actually, the last two games left a sour taste in my mouth. Yep. So, that they did. Yeah. Um, that they did. Well, look at it on the bright side. At least you just had to either turn the TV off or or continue at the, uh, where were you at? The aquarium? I was in the aquarium. So, and, uh, we, I felt like I was in an aquarium we, drowning. We, we, and I told Tess, like, I'm not going to watch the game. Uh, you know, we decided to take the kids somewhere because we, we've been to Savannah and we've been to uh, Asheville. We haven't taken the kids anywhere. So we're like, well, we'll go, we'll go take the kids to the uh, aquarium. We're going to go to Atlanta. We didn't know if Evelyn could handle a seven and a half hour drive for just for a weekend trip. So we, we shortened it to Charlotte. I thought all the, the Charlotte boys lived on the other side of Charlotte because the last time we went down there, we went all the way around the right side of Robeson to South Carolina. So that's where I thought they were. Apparently, Bill lives like five minutes from the damn aquarium. I couldn't text him. Really? <laughs> so, so we were down. I told him, I was like, I was like I'm, I'm recording the game. Jess is going to send me updates. I'll watch it when I get, I'll watch it when I get back. I didn't, in retrospect, I didn't do it very. Good. You you did not send me any updates, but, but I was pissed. Uh, which was actually was funny because I, uh, the aquarium is not as nearly as big as I thought. So we were done like half an hour. So we're done at one thirty. So I was like, "What do you want to do?" This is, we're in Concord Mills. So we're walking around the mall and stuff, and I, I was like, "You guys want to go to David Buster's and Isaac can play some video games?" And they're like, "Yeah, we'll get some food." So I we ended up sitting down with food. Game the game. <laughs> so, I got to see almost the entire game, oh but uh, but not it was way off, so I could only see kind of what was happening. I couldn't really see the score, so you had to keep give me updated. It didn't it didn't no. look any better no. up close than it did on TV no. from afar. No, not not at all. Yeah. So we we've had we've had four games since we last got together. I actually went to Booth and I went up for the Baylor game. That was a shit show. Uh, so we we got up there. Of course, we went to Kegler's Woo. first. By the way, I, I made that little stout. Did, did you? That's all right. I'm not sure if I taste anything but vodka. That's okay. Go ahead. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Didn't mean to interrupt there. Sorry. Ooh. You're going up. <laughs> so we get to Kegler's. Boo hadn't been to Kegler's in a while. Because initially he wanted to go to Muriel's in Fairmont. And I said, there's nothing wrong with Muriel's. I said, but boy, it sure would be nice to go to Kegler's. He said, all right, let's go to Kegler's. And then we got in there, and he was immediately Yeah, glad. he was a lot yeah. of, yeah, pretty happy. It's a good call. <laughs> it was a good call. So we sat there and saw Jason's buddy, Wally, that looks like him, his stunt double that sits in front of him. I don't know if you remember uh, that guy. He's a lawyer in Charleston. So so we pounded a few beers in there and, then of course, went to the game, which we'll get into here in a little bit. And then we had, um, I don't know how many. I mean, we, he just kept going up and buying them because they'd only say, say two at a time. And I said, you got to get back in line because they stopped selling at halftime. Or once the second half starts, they stopped selling. So, I mean, at one point in time, I looked down after the first TV timeout of the second half, and there's like nine Bud Lights underneath my seat. <laughs> and half of them are drank, half of them aren't. I'm like, oh, shit. It's going to be one of those trips. So we, uh, and of course, after the game, we, we slammed a few on the way home. I came back here. I was here at 10 o'clock, and I went to bed, and he went down to Gunny's, and I... Whew. Yeah, I was more power too. It, it was rough, rough shift <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a long day. Rough shift. 
So then Saturday, well, Friday night, Jason, the namesake of the show, was like, Margo, you want to go to the game? I was like, well, there's a chance Huggins will get his 900th win. Yeah, I'm C- going. Cunningham's not playing. Likely's not playing. You know what? There's no way we could fuck this I'll, up. When you said that you were one of your wives, I texted you as a keep me updated, and, you, and I was like, I was like, I'm so jealous, man. He's gonna go. He's gonna be there for the 900 win. Yeah, I'm mean, so jealous. I'd have much rather been at Dave and Buster's, <laughs> trying to figure out what was going trying on. Trying to figure out what was going on. Because I tell you what, the team didn't know what was going on. So Jason, well, the thing of it was is, is he told me. Of course, I went out Friday night. He was out Friday night, and he said, "I'm gonna go meet Mac at my office at nine. You can't, it ain't going to happen. He's on central time. So whatever time he says, add an hour. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so I get up at 7.30, shower, go get a biscuit, have some coffee. I'm watching the Huggins show. It gets to be 10 o'clock, 10.15, 10.30. I was like, fuck. So I called him. I was like, you alive? He's like, oh, Vargo, I've had a hell of a day. I was like, have you? I was like, apparently we're going to have a hell of a day too because fucking game starts at 2. He's like, well, I'm getting off on my exit now. So him and Matt didn't get here till 20 after 11. Holy cow. Yeah, so we were humming. Yeah. And we had to stop at Max Condo to pick up his son. Uh-huh. So we literally pull into the parking lot at like 2 o'clock. Oh, shit. Right at 2 o'clock. Uh-huh. And then, of course, we run in and grab a couple beers. So it was 18 minutes left before we got to our seats. And immediately, as soon as I got to the top and looked down, I saw we had the gray uniforms on. I was like, fuck, why are we wearing the gray uniforms? <laughs> yeah, no, this could be a historic game. day today. We're wearing the gray uniforms. So anyway, so we get in there, we have a few. So we decide after the game... That we're gonna go to Oliverio's. Uh huh. Okay. Good place. Which uh, down there by the waterfront. Mm-hmm. I'd never actually been to that. One. Oh really? Nope. Mm-hmm. So we get down there and uh, so it's me, Mac, Jason, and and Lance. Of course, Lance is twenty, so he's not drinking. So we we start putting down pretty good. <laughs> and uh, so we ordered food, and you know, of course, that's that's a pretty pretty nice place. And Jason was like, "I'm buying dinner." I was like, "No, let me get dinner." He's like, "No, Vargo, goddammit, I'm getting dinner." I was like, "Okay." So. He picks up the tab for dinner, and I'm thinking, well, he he's losing on this deal. <laughs> Me, him, and Mac drank probably seven or eight Bud Lights apiece, <laughs> and you know, Bud beer restaurant yeah, like that uh, ain't yeah. cheap. It's, it's Not to mention thirty dollar entrees. A cheap is four dollars. Yeah. So yeah. So I I'd say the bill was probably two fifty. Oh yeah, guaranteed. So we leave there. We're like, where are we going? Let's go to BW3s. Well, we tried to go to Bartini first. Couldn't get in. It was like a forty five minute wait. Holy shit! So we go to BW3s. We sit down. Real cute bartender. So I, I still says, I wonder if she knows that girl you wanted to marry last year. Remember yeah, Kaylee? Yeah, that's right. So I was like, her name was Kara. And I was like, Kara, was Kaylee still around? She's like, no. She's like, she's in. I said, did she make it to Arizona? She said, yes, she did. I said, you be sure to tell her I was asking about her. Here. I said, I'm sure she remembers exactly who I am. She was like, no. She's like, I'm shadowing her or following her, doing whatever it is she was doing. So we didn't eat at B-dubs. Okay, uh, Lance is drinking sweet tea. It's me, Jason, and Mac. Well, here come we start involving other people. Uh-huh. You know what my bill was? Two hundred and forty-five dollars. <laughs> Even better off buying dinner. Yes, <laughs> but I didn't find that out until I got up the next morning. I had an email alert that said your debit transaction has exceeded what you normally would like to see purchased. <laughs> I was like, so I don't even know what I left. It. But I, we were, I was buying her shots. I was like, we'll do a shot. I said, but you got to do one too. She's like, I can't do one. She's like, they're watching me. I said, well, go. She's like, all right. So she walked over there. She poured her one. She comes back. We'll get ready to do another one. Jason said, Barger, she ain't doing a shot. She's over there pouring it out. I said, all right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. As soon as she walks back there, I'm going to walk to the end and see what she does. 
So she poured us all a shot. We were drinking Crown, of course. Yeah. So she hightails it around the bar, and I come around there and look, and she looks over her shoulder, and she shot that son of a bitch. <laughs> Good she, for her. She sure did. That's a goddamn Morgantown bartender. Sure, oh, yeah. <laughs> she was putting them down. So at least she was drinking what I was paying for. I guess that's good news. So I tell you what, we got up the next morning and Jason came in there. Hell, I was upstairs on the bed, shoes on, jacket on. Didn't even get out of the covers. He was like, God damn, Vargo, look at you. I was like, fuck you, man. This is all your fault. You know? He was like, Lance said you were snoring so loud last night he couldn't believe it. He said it was unbelievable how loud you were. I was like, well, it's your damn fault, buddy. So we come back and... uh we stopped in Fairmont, and J- Jason wanted to get a biscuit. Me and Mac weren't really ready to be eating yeah. yet. So Mac gets up to the drive-thru, and Jason wanted a sausage biscuit, a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, and a milk. And Mac milk. gets up there, and he says, I want a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit and a milk. She said, all right, what do you want to drink? He said, I want a milk. She said, okay, what do you want to drink? He's like, sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> she thought he was saying the meal. Oh! Okay? So, so he pulls up, he looks back at us, he said, did I fuck that up or what happened? I was like, no, you said milk, pretty fucking plain as day. So we get up to the front and she's like, all right, that'll be 539. And she's like, sweet tea and a bacon and still's like, and a milk. She's like, oh, and a milk. And Max like, yeah, a milk. We ordered a milk three fucking times. <laughs> so finally we get the milk. I said, that better be the best goddamn glass of milk you've ever had, Steel. I said, what are you, seven drinking milk in the drive through day after we did 32 shots? And drank 117 and a half beers. Who do they got working there, Chris? Oh. <laughs> I don't like me trying to do uh, fast food. Yeah. Uh, uh, what'd you order? Yeah. What? What? Bacon? Pizza? We don't sell pizza. We don't have bathing suits here. I don't know what you're talking about, uh, sir. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, it was one for the it was one for the books there. But I I tell you what though, I will say this. I am I don't think I can attend a sporting event for the near future because I went to the Oklahoma game we lost. I went to the Baylor game we lost. I went to the Oak Hill basketball game Friday night. They lost. And then I went to the Oklahoma State game Saturday. I'm going to have to self-ban myself. <laughs> I texted you. Uh, of course, I thought, uh, and that's reason, one of the reasons why I had no qualms about missing the game when I found out Kane Kane wasn't playing. I was like, this is going to be, we'll be fine. So, I thought, this is good. Just wait this lose streak. No, hell no. And I was like, I was going, to, I was going to text you, but like, God damn it, Parker, it's your fault. But I was like, I'm not doing that to the poor guy. <laughs> I felt bad enough as it was. <laughs> Shit. So, I was like, what the hell, man? Damn, it was rough. So, I get one. Well, your fault. It's our fucking team. Story. I know. We'll jump in. Uh, we started a Saturday ago with K State, which I'm not going to get into that. We won by 22. It was sloppy. McNeil had 16. We actually shot well from the free throw line, which was a welcome surprise. I think that was the lowest point total they've scored all season. Yeah. Um, There's really not much to belabor about that. Nope. And then we had our chances on Tuesday, man. I mean, we, we came out, and I think we got down 11. Baylor kind of hit us in the mouth, but we responded. And we we, had, we hadn't had a game that I can remember all year where McNeil, Taz, and Deuce all had pretty decent scoring games. Yeah. We did that day. Yeah. But the problem was – Culver only took three shots, number and, one. And he checked out. Man. And he checked out. I mean, it, like, when you were texting doing that game, I think it was doing that game, where he he stopped, he has stopped playing defense because he, he doesn't want to pick a foul. He doesn't foul trouble. And, and, you know, we were thinking back, we were thinking, you know, Gabe, losing Gabe would hurt us because we lose our depth. And then we thought, well, we were better off without Gabe. 
But I think it is hurting us for that reason alone. Is Derek is not being he's the rim protector. He's not a factor. He's not, a, a, and people are straight line driving us, mm-hmm. and it started with Baylor, and of course they can, they can shoot too. Yeah. I, mean, I tell you what, guys, that, the, the Butler kid was as good a guard as I've seen. I mean, he he, he did whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. He's a pro. And that was what was frustrating. I he mean, two pros. There, there's a reason why they were undefeated going into the Kansas game, mm-hmm. and they had a three-week layoff, so I mean, you can say what you want to, but they got good players. And, and we had multiple opportunities to win that game. Yeah. I mean, between Taz traveling on the inbounds, then we give up a three, which I still don't think that was a three, but in any event. And Taz then, had the worst three turnovers. He had, he had five total. I know, but he had two or three of them were just gone. Oh, they were the terrible. Now, the one on the break, the Bridges threw to him, I think was Bridges' fault. Bridges should yeah. have never thrown him that ball. Um, I'm thinking the, the step out of bounds right before half. That was bad. We're down one. You know, with the ball with two seconds left, we're probably not going to score. No, but, but then we end up down four. We end up down four. No, down five. It was, no, it was 32 to 31, then they hit right. three. So we're down yeah. four instead of being down uh, down one. And then uh, he dropped we, – we go up – we're up one, we get the ball, and he drops that one out of bounds. And then I think we're down two, and he just – we gets picked right on top, right top of the key. Those three turnovers – we're, when you look back on it, yeah. we're killer. As we well had, as he I played that game, we we're killer. He, he scored 26 points, but he had five turnovers. Yeah. And it wasn't so much that he had five turnovers. It's when he had them. Yeah, exactly. They were just, That's what killed They were crucial, and, and two of them were just done. And it was it was a poor – and I'm not blaming the rest by any stretch of the imagination. It was a poorly officiated game both ways. Yeah. Uh, the, the foul out on Gabe was terrible. I thought Deuce was calling overtime. We were down one. He got in the lane. I thought that was a bullshit call. Yeah. You don't make that call right there. But – Regardless, we we were right there and had every opportunity to win that game. Exactly. In fact, I felt extremely good after that game because I thought, you know what, it was it was kind of like the Gonzaga game, and you you, you had to take you know solace out of a loss. But I thought we can compete with anybody. Mm-hmm. When when our guys are on, we can compete with anybody. And I went from the highest of high no. on Tuesday evening. Yeah. To the lowest of low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, good, I mean that's pretty much what happened. Because we, we figured we were going to have a letdown against TCU, which we did. Right. I mean, it was sloppy. I mean, we were probably lucky to be up at halftime. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we were going through the motions. You could tell that the game plan was to get the ball to Culver. He ended up with 17. Bridges showed, hey, he's got a chance to be special at some point. 22 points, 12 yeah. rebounds. I mean, he looked good. Yeah, he did. I mean, he looked smooth shooting the ball. He was – he was in the pain. He was active on the glass, you know, and he's he's getting he was getting better on defense. Yeah, you know, and and and, there, and I think it motivated Matthews a little bit because he ended up with like nine points and four rebounds because nobody else really did anything. I think Taz had I don't know that I put his stats down here, but he he didn't do anything. Deuce only had ten points, which we can get at him. I, I think he's hurt. Something's wrong. With him. I think he's hurt. And, and I I I try to go back at the stats to see what his three point shooting. Has been over the last like six, seven games. It's something like shooting like 37, 38% from the three point line, which isn't terrible. Mm. But I, I thought it was much worse. What I'd like to go see what his stats are on shots made in the last five minutes or, or since the last, next to the last TV came out, about seven minutes ago in the game. Because he's coming up short a lot. And, and maybe I'm just noticing which it. Which means he's losing his legs. But I, it seems to me like he's or coming up short. His shots yep. is just end up short a yeah. lot. At, at, at inopportune times. Yeah. Because I mean, we counted him to make shots. And yeah. he, missed, he missed a couple wide open yeah, threes. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, just wide. And I thought after the, you know, because McNeil didn't have a good game against TCU. Taz, like I said, Taz was off. Culver had 17, but it was it was kind of a quiet 17. Yeah. And then Bridges went off, and I'm sitting there thinking, 
we got four guys you got to worry about on the perimeter. Exactly. You got to spread out and be. You can't. And, you and, can't and in that in. scenario, Culver should be able to eat everybody's lunch exactly. inside, and then we turn around and just step on our dicks Saturday, and it was just it was embarrassing. I mean, it was we had everything in the world to play for between a two seed in the Big Twelve tournament to getting a, a nighttime slot on Thursday instead of playing at eleven thirty in the morning, ten thirty local time. Yeah. We were we probably weren't gonna get a one seed, but we we were we in had a, play. We had a fighting chance for it. We were in play for a one seed. Yeah, definitely on the two seed line. Oh yeah, conversation for sure. And if you if you if you go high up on that two seed line, you're looking at Michigan, Illinois, and not Gonzaga, Baylor. Exactly. So I mean that's a big difference. That's a huge play at those guys in the front part of that two line. And not to mention the fact that Huggins is going for win number nine hundred. They had every reason to be Everything. motivated to play. I mean, game. you look at it. I mean, there's so many. I mean, there's even more than that. I mean, this, like you said, this this tournament on uh on starting Thursday instead of this the six thirty p.m. game, we're at the eleven uh, thirty in the morning game. But not only that, our side of the bracket is we got to be the Oklahoma State team, who is now the fifth favorite team to win a national championship. Are they really? They're fifth seed in the Big Twelve tournament, and they have the fifth best odds to win a national wow. championship. We got to beat Baylor, who has the second or third best odds of winning a national championship. And if we win them, we got we got to beat the winner of the other side, which could be Kansas, Oklahoma, or Texas, Texas Tech, Texas. Take your pick. We could have been a two seed, and you you're facing an Oklahoma team who beat us twice, who beat us twice, but barely and is struggling right they now. They're just struggling. They're real. And then you win that, you get Texas team who's not playing that well either right now, or Texas Tech team is not. Playing. I mean, we got screwed. We we screwed ourselves. We screwed ourselves so many different ways yeah. because we, our team, plays down to the level of competition. Absolutely. And we have all year. And you didn't realize it hurt us as much until I heard Bob Huggins interview on. It was after the TCU game, and he was saying, "I tell these guys all the time that this stuff hurts you. You can't you can't just go out there and and perform lazily because we won that game by nine. Against TCU, who was ranked 120 in the net, which is a new you know, RPI. That's the one that that. That's the reason why Joe Lenardi had us as a three seed or had us as a two seed in Houston at one because our net rating was lower than Houston's. We beat them by nine points. We moved down in the net ranking. Ranking. They say that point differential doesn't matter, it but it does yeah. because Texas Tech the same night beat Iowa State at home. At their home, Texas Tech's home. By twenty some points, they moved up. Yeah. They were Iowa State was two twenty. Yeah. So so we beat a one twenty team at home by and nine. moved down. Yeah. They beat a two twenty team by double the, the amount of points moved up. Moved so there's gotta be point margin. So all year us playing to the level of competition has hurt us in the net rankings. Yep. And it's a kill because we're gonna have tons of quad one wins and and no really bad losses. No. I mean even that one, I mean as, as bad as it was just because of who wasn't playing. Oh, from yeah. a from a Net, whatever. I mean, because I think Oklahoma State moved. I know the AP doesn't count, but yeah. I think they're 12th. We only fell to 10th, which surprised me. I think in the net we fell to 24, though. Yeah. We feel That's killing us. Yeah. The net's killing us. And Oklahoma State, even though on paper and net ratings, it doesn't look like a bad loss. It was a terrible loss. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because of who they didn't have. Yeah. I mean, that's just a bad loss. Bad I mean, loss. If, and like you said, for everything that we had to, to play yeah, for, had, had, to not show up. Engine. And that's, that's what was killer is that. There was no effort. It just seemed like no effort. I went back because, like I said, I, I really couldn't see what was going on really well. So I went back and watched it, and I was like, what the fuck, man? We didn't stop anybody. They scored 50 the, points in the paint. 50 points. You know how you know many points they scored the last time we played them? 
in the paint? 30, probably. 48 in the paint. Yeah. We can't stop those guys. You think we're going to wear the scouting things like, hey, look, they're going to drive us. They were 5 of 14 from 3. Yep. Put them in this blue. No. Was it, I think they were 4 of 15. We were 5 of 24. So we shot 10 more three-point shots and only made one more. They didn't shoot threes. Yeah, I think they out-rebounded us by nine. Yeah, they, they killed us on the boards. Yeah. They didn't shoot threes. They killed us in the lane. And we didn't do anything to stop. No, we couldn't stop. We were like five matadors out there yeah. just letting them run. And eventually I thought, well, we'll eventually. We were up by five at halftime. I don't know how we were up by five. Well, at the end of that first half, I got to see, because I went to buy chips uh, for, for Isaac, and I got to see the end of the half, and there were two plays that I think we could have really kind of said, hey, this game's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, McNeil missed a wide open three in the corner. He was one for eight. He was, yeah, he was three for 13 for the game. Yeah, he was just, just bad. And he was, but he missed a wide open three in the corner. And then the next possession, we stopped him, got the ball back. Matthews had a layup, and I don't think he touched the rim. We, we missed a lot of bunnies in that game. Oh, too. we were awful. We missed a lot of bunnies. There was some stat. We were like 3 of 12 or something like yeah. that. And they shot, I think touch. they shot 58% from the field. But, hell, they were all inside. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You scored 50 points from inside. I mean, they the shot like 28% from three and like 68% from two. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just I mean, it was It was embarrassing. It's I, embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I mean, they had all this shit. Apparently, they had all this video tribute set up. They had a cake. They brought people Tony in. They had, a, they had a cake. I mean, and just absolutely shit down their leg. I just, yeah. I mean, I was, I, I couldn't believe, I mean, I'm sitting there looking at Steel Mac, and I'm like, eventually, we're going to pull out of this, right? And they were like, I don't know, I don't know. And Steel, Steel looked at me and said, we're going to lose this goddamn game. And I said, we might. Yeah. And we did. And we sure did. did. We did. I mean, it was embarrassing. I don't, I was talking to the guys at work today. I think, as far as the Coliseum goes, I don't think I've been that disgusted leaving the Coliseum since that game I took the kids up to when Huggins had that butter suit on. Oh, yeah, he scored 39 points. And we made 10 shots. Yeah. yeah. 10 shots the whole game. Unfortunately, I was at the Coastal Carolina game. I wasn't so at that, that was the I wasn't that, at that, that, was, that was pretty bad leaving. <laughs> but as for a regular season game, yeah, yeah that, that had to be I mean, one, one that I actually went, went to. to. Yeah. Yeah. I thought actually I was going to get CPS called on me for – Exposing the children to something like that, because <laughs> it was awful. Thirty nine points and ten shots. That that was as bad as I felt walking out. I mean, especially when you think about what all we had on the line, what all we had in front of us. I mean, you want to talk about pissing away a golden opportunity? Yeah, exactly. And, and they basically had one guy doing a lot of the damage. He, he scored. Of course, now he's a four star kid. You know, he's playing by two other. Guys. Oh, and, and I, we did we do need to mention. I mean. Kay Cunningham's probably going to be the number one pick, and Isaac Likely's a pretty good player. They've got some other really good players, too. Really good players. I mean, they, there's no question about that. But that being said, they didn't have probably the best player in the country, and they busted our ass on our home floor. Yeah. And that's the other thing that's disappointing about this team. Well, I don't want to say disappointing about them. Yeah, maybe, yeah, right now. Five games we lost awesome. at home. Five. Of this year, of all years, to lose five, five games times at home. home. We got such a big advantage being at home. Yeah, and I mean, granted, I know there was only three thousand people, but that place got loud. I yeah. mean, people were beating the shit out of the chairs, and I mean, but you're playing at home. We we had the schedule set up for us to where the Big Twelve never does us any favors. We had four. Everybody says, yeah. "Well, you played four games in seven days." Yep, I get all that. You know, uh, Kim Long worked there. He was like, "Well, you know, in their defense, he's like, you know, four games in seven days." I said, "Yeah, got that," but. Oklahoma State played Oklahoma twice in three days, then went to Baylor, then came to Morgantown. Yeah. So I'm not buying that excuse. Exactly. And not only that, college basketball is the king of that. 
And we are, we play lead, less games than anybody. Once you finish high school, you get AAU rackets. You're playing like seven games a weekend. Yeah. I mean, you're playing back to back to back to back well, to back. It's, back like, it's like Huggins said on his show last week or the week before. They were talking about rest and travel. He said, look, all these guys aspire to play in the NBA. They play 82 fucking games. They play They play every other night. Sometimes yeah. four and five times a week. Every other night, and, and, and they get up shots in between those games. Yeah. And, they're, and they're 10, 12 years older than these kids. Exactly. Exactly. Now, granted, we don't have maybe one or two guys on this team that's going to maybe have an opportunity to get a sniff at the NBA. But the point is, it's not. it, it looks like a grind, and I know it can be a grind, but I'm not going to use that as an excuse. For what we had in front of us, we had four home games in eight days, and we fucked it up. We, exactly. It, it, the, the Baylor loss is fine. Baylor's a good team. Baylor's I am perfectly fine losing to Baylor, yep. but not showing up. It, it wasn't that. I mean, we scored points. We scored, still scored 80 points because our team is built offensively. We're going we're gonna to put points on the board. But the the, the lack of effort, and, and Dave was wondering why um, Johnson was in and not McNeil, because at least John, Johnson's not the greatest defender. Well, at least he's annoying. He was staying. And, he was staying in front of. He he played less bad than everybody else did defensively. Yeah. He, he still got burned a couple times, but he does. But I didn't have. I I still don't have a huge problem. McNeil's a better defender than Sherman. Without Nick, McNeil's a way better. I don't understand why at any games or in the halves Sherman's in there playing defense. I don't understand that at all. He doesn't play defense at all. And I will. I will also say that I thought when we got down eighty three to eight. There was 15 seconds left, and we tried to throw the ball into Culver. Oh, I lost my fucking oh, mind. Oh, yeah. I, I, I looked at that on Twitter, and I, I was like, they were what, like, what, what was he doing? doing? No idea. First of all, Culver is not a late-game guy you go to. No. you got all these scores and shooters on your team. You don't try to make that pass. No, just don't. you just got, just you got to shoot. I mean, if yeah. there's 20-20, even if there's 20-25 seconds left, I would much rather take our percentages, taking an outside shot with the way this team shoots, because the law of averages tells you eventually one of them some bitches is going to go in. And we've seen Culver in the clutch, and that's not a pretty sight. No. So well, look at the Oklahoma game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right I there. mean, I would much rather take the three. That Culver, Culver is great at the beginning of the game. He, he, he can go out there, wear some teams out, get some draws. But honestly, at this point in time, I'd rather have Gabe Owens some win at the end of the game. And that was the other thing that hurt. He fouled out again. Exactly. In 12 minutes. It kills us. You can't do that. You can't do that. He's killing. He's getting. The worst is his dumb fouls. He gets way out on on the court. He's got where he's reaching or trying to block him. We need him. I mean, as bad as. I'd rather Derek foul. We are as bad as we are defensively. We've got to have him available in the last five minutes of games. Exactly. Got to. We have to have him. For defensive purposes. And rebounding. We don't play. Culver doesn't play defense. We're we're half a man down on defense with Culver's in there right now. And and our second best defender, if you, I guess Johnson is now, but but we think it was McBride. But McBride's he's getting, getting he's getting burned because he plays people on the side. He doesn't play. He doesn't cut off anybody's drives. He plays it from the side trying to swat the ball. Yep. You can't. You can't, you do, can't that. do that. Nope. Can't so do it. it's frustrating because if there's one thing you can do, you don't have to be. I mean, nobody can be perfect defensively, but you can put effort in defense, and and, and effort is. Just stay between you and the and the basket and the and the man. Two more. If stops. you just do that, two more stops. And make people right jump, shoot over you. Yep. Then that's fine. You know, yep. if, if they're gonna do those backups threes, fine. Yep. But don't let them drive the lane because we we don't have a shot blocker. No, we don't. And it's killing us. We don't have a rim protector. No. So. It was frustrating, man. I mean, we had a chance. Like I said, I I was hoping three and one and two and two is is highly disappointing, especially when you look at the way 
the way things checked out for us. But yeah, if you'd have told me two and two, but Cunningham like we were playing, I would have said, well, yeah, man, that makes sense. Nobody's playing Baylor now better than Oklahoma State. Right. But if you had told me beginning of the week that we were going to play Baylor to the to the last uh, thirty seconds and and they were going to have Cunningham likely, I'd say that's three and one. We're three and one. The good news is, I'm not flying to Kansas City, so. <laughs> Our chances are improving dr- dramatically. Uh, so let's let's start looking at it. Big Tail tournament this weekend. Do we? Now hold on, I don't know. You may, I got to be careful where you're going because this might be my sports question. No. Uh, do you think us losing to Oklahoma State the way we did and laid that egg will help us? Yes, helps us. I do. On, on because if, if well, I'm tell you this, if those guys don't come out pissed off and humiliated, and I'm sure Huggins emasculated them in the locker room as well he should have, <laughs> then. I don't know. I don't feel great about this team in the NCAA tournament. That's the thing. If if they don't show life Thursday, I'm writing this off in NCAA. Yeah, I mean, because if if you don't come out and say, you know what, you guys came into our house undermanned, we took you lightly, you hit us in the mouth. That's not who we are. That's right. We're better than that. And here's what we're going to do: we're going to take it right to you. We're going to bust your ass. I'll be surprised if we don't come out and play well, because if we don't, I, I'm not overly optimistic about what we're going to do the following week. Me neither. I'm not at all. In fact, and we talked about it right before uh, we got on the air, is that this year, when you lose, you don't go home. If, you, or if you're getting a bid for the NCAA tournament, which we are, we have to stay in Kansas City. I, I didn't know that. Till Sunday. I did not know And that. then fly from Kansas City to Indianapolis. Yeah. So we don't get to come home. Nope. So you you lose the first game of the Big 12 tournament. You have to sit there and watch all those fucking games. For four days. For four days before you can leave Kansas City in your hotel area. And you got to wait because the NCAA tournament doesn't start till Friday. Exactly. So you got to wait you till wait Friday, maybe Friday. Friday. So you might be 10 days. Would you want to be with Bob Huggins after a loss for that long? <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. So I don't like uh, – if we don't win – if we don't win uh, – if we don't win Thursday, the, I'll, I'll see who we matched up against the first round and what seed we are. But that we should win our first round game, but I, I don't. We'll I don't see. Know. We'll see what this team's made of. Exactly. Now, I did want to mention this because this did come out this evening. Uh, the All Big 12 team. Culver's first team. Deuce was second. Taz and McNeil were honorable mention. Bridges was all freshman and Gabe was all defense. So, yeah. So that was. I'm assuming Butler and Teague. And Reeves and Cunningham were the other four guys on the first team. I didn't see it. I'm assuming that's how. Yeah, it was. It was two guys from Butler, uh, or Baylor, or Baylor, Butler, and was it Teague or Mitchell? I think it was Teague. Yeah, and then and then uh, Reeves, Cunningham, and, and Reeves. Yeah, which yeah. is what we figured. It was. Yeah, because Derek was the only forward. Yeah. Well, they count yeah. Cunningham as a guard. Mm-hmm. So. We'll find out what we're made of here in about three days. Well, hey, uh, before we move on to the guys. Spring practice should be starting here soon. Yeah. And I want to bring up a stat. I think I shared it on text. Okay. About uh, your boy. Who's my boy? Dougie. Okay. I can't wait to hear this. Percentage of attempts resulting in first downs. Yeah, I think I remember this. For Big 12 QBs in 2020. Rattler was number one. 43% of his attempts ended up in a first down. You know who's dead last on that list? Probably Dougie. You know what his percentage was of, of passes that ended up with the first down? 16. 16%. Boom. 16%. They had. Get all over that. <laughs> they had. Uh, um, they were interviewed Brown. I think he was listening to Sunday Sports. I told you guys all year last year we should have played Kendall. Nobody listens to me. 
Right, Dave Taylor? <laughs> Nobody listens to me. They said that uh, Gary Green got caught because of COVID, just didn't get it as much snaps and, and much practice as he did he would normally get in the offseason. And he had up and down moments in their Monday night football because all the young people play on Monday. So they just never felt comfortable enough with putting him in. I heard he's a gamer, though. Uh, he definitely is a gamer. This might be some of his decision-making. is not the well, I can live with that. I know, man, but I, can you live with you know, 11 interceptions? Dang, he only had four. Granted, he's not throwing for first downs, obviously. So. Well, the other thing, too, you got to think about, too. Daggy is absolutely no threat to run the ball at all. No, and I think that's, that's where Gary, that's where Green has the big advantage, is that he his legs are going to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And that's the way football is now. Yep. You don't see too well, Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl, but you don't see too many quarterbacks now. He's the outlier right now. Who, exactly. He's, who he's just the stand goat, in the but he's the outlier right exactly. now. Exactly. Who can just stand in the pocket and, yep. and, and throw balls. you got you got to be able to move a little bit. I agree. Yep, it won't be long. Hopefully, we'll be able to enjoy basketball for a little while, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. All right. Take a break. Uh, break. Sounds good. How's that been? Whoa. <laughs> Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home and going to bed. I was like, I was, I was like, why is that spinning? And all of a sudden, it started recording. Okay. <laughs> it's the computer's fault, man. We're, we're live. We blame your equipment. That's Ooh. what we're going to do. Blame the equipment. It's like golf. Carpenter yeah, never Paul Booth has a bad day. He's going to play the putter. Holy shit, there's way too much lemon juice in <laughs> Oh, too much lime juice? Lemon juice. Oh. <laughs> Woo! I feel like I just walked out of the Coliseum on Saturday night. It might be with the, uh, the vodka the first yeah. time around. Damn. I made this one particularly lighter. Ooh, I got bitter liquor face. <laughs> <laughs> there's the name of the pod. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, so so I'll go first on the sports because right. there's a chance we we feel like there may be some similarities here. Yeah, with your hands the first time around, you may have to call hot hot. I'm about to go to my backup quick. Hot route, hot route. All right, so we have shown this year we can play with anybody. Uh-huh. We've also shown we can lose to anybody. That's a fact. Okay, Oklahoma State Thursday will have Cunningham back. Going to have Likely back. We're probably right now. I think the last thing I saw in the bracketology had us as a three seed. In the region where Colorado was a six, and we're still with Bama and Illinois. No, I think we were with Michigan. And the latest one I saw, I the Illinois. Might have been Michigan. Okay. Yeah. So we're eighteen and eight. So my question to you is this: Now, a lot of people are probably going to pick us to lose Thursday. So if we do lose Thursday, actually no, I'm going to say regardless of whether we win or lose Thursday, I want you to tell me over under that we finish with 20 and a half wins this year. Now, if we lose Thursday, what I was getting at, uh, if we lose Thursday, we have to get we, to the Elite Eight. Yeah, yeah. That's very similar to what I was going to ask you. Okay. So, I'm going I'm to ask you my, mine too, but then I'll, I'll, do, I'll still do my other one. So, over under 20 and a half wins. I do think we're going to win Thursday. I do too. I think uh, I think we better win. And, and that means we're going to win the first – We'll probably be a three seed. We'll win the. But we'll only well, need to, we'll 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 only need to win one more game we'll when we when we upset Baylor on Friday night. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm get. I think we're gonna be say. I don't think we're gonna beat Baylor. I don't either. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Crazier things have happened. True. But uh, so I think this. I say. I say we win one, and then we win the first round, and we we win the second round if we beat Oklahoma State to go to the Sweet Sixteen. 
So I'm going to say over. I have over as well. But barely. I have the over as well. All right, the question I was going to ask, no, I'll just ask it. Because I'll save my other one for a later, for a later day. Because it's, it's, it can be used at any time. What's more likely? Bob Huggins is this, or wins his 900th game at our first game next year? Or he finished this season with 905 wins. Oh, shit. So that means say, one, he gets two, a 905, he'd have to win the Big 12 and go to lead eight. He'd have to win six games. Or, or go beat, win two games in the Big 12 and go to the Final Four. Or beat Oklahoma State and win it all. I'm going to say I'm gonna say 905, and here's why. I don't think, I think offensively, that we are talented enough to avoid a first-round upset in the NCAA tournament. So I think 900 wins is going to happen. But we do play down on the competition. We do, but we're going to be playing a team that doesn't have Big 12 talent. So I, I think from that standpoint, and quite honestly, this team has shown this year we're a hell of a lot better away from Morgantown. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. I mean, we've lost five games at home and three everywhere else. That's exactly right. So I, I will say, even though I don't think we're going to win the Big 12 tournament and get to the Elite Eight, but I think it's more likely that that would happen than Huggins has to wait till next year. And Because I'm going to tell you something else, too, and maybe this is part of the reason why I'm saying this. You want to talk about a disappointing season. If we end yeah. the season with TCU at yeah. home being our last win, yeah. and we lose to Oklahoma State and then go out <laughs> early in the first round, yeah. This might be the most disappointing basketball season I can ever remember. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, I absolutely agree. And uh, I, I think you're right. I think the more likely scenario is we finish Huggins finish with 905. But just because I think at the very minimum, he should win his 900th game at the first round of the NCAA tournament. At the very minimum. So, which sucks in its own right. It does. I mean, <laughs> because because that th- it's still and I know he doesn't care about it. He doesn't talk about it. Yeah. But it's still hanging out there. Exactly. So you got once we get we get, all right we put it to bed. Yeah, you got exactly. nine, let's let's take care of business. Exactly. But until we get to that point, it's still going to be a conversation piece. Exactly. And it's still going to be hanging out there where everybody's like, oh well, Huggins is sitting on the cusp of nine hundred. Oh, is he going to get in the hall of fame? How State? miserable will it be when you had, that's all we talk about all season uh, when you had a chance to beat Oklahoma State at home with other two best players. And he didn't do it, and now we got to wait until November yeah. in order to get real number uh, nine hundred. That'll be awful. That will just be awful. Horrible. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I think I think more than likely, more. I don't think either one of them are likely. No. I think more than likely, you know, he gets he finishes season with nine hundred one, nine two wins, something yeah, like that. That's probably yeah. that's probably close. But but it'd be awful if either. Uh, it'd be awful if the I don't the, the former happens. It'd be great if the latter. I don't happens. even want to think about it. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to I'm going to non-sports. Okay. So like I said, we went to we went to the Charlotte's weekend with the Sea Life Aquarium. Then went to Dave and Buster's. Uh, then we went back to the hotel, and just hung out and chill, let Evelyn take a nap. Then we decided to go eat, and <coughs> we were looking. You know, we were really not familiar with the area around, so we decided we just kind of looked up on the Google Maps to see what was close, and um, and also a place that served beer, so I wanted a beer, and uh, so we. We looked around and we found this place, Juicy Crab. We were like, oh, let's go there. It's kind of like a local chain. So we went there, and uh, Tash went inside, and they were like, it's going to be 45 minutes. And we were like, okay, that's fine. Well, there's shopping around that area, so so we 
so we put her name on the list. Tash came out. We actually drove across the way, went to Walmart. Tash went in there to buy some uh, wine for the uh, to go back and some beer for me when we got back when we're done. Which was funny because she was in she was in Walmart forever. She was like, "I may get out of here by the time." Yeah. <laughs> they said it was there was only three cashiers open. She said the lady in front of her was he she was carrying like wine and my beer and she was like, "Do you put your stuff in my buggy, honey?" Saying, "Well, this is ridiculous. You you watch my buggy. I'm gonna go talk to a man." So basically, she got behind it. She got uh, uh, hooked up with a Karen. So all right, <laughs> nice. So anyway, so she comes back out. So we go back, we go, we go uh, drive back over the, because they text you when you're ready. So we go drive back over to where the, the restaurant is. We're sitting there. And it's like, it's been 45 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour. I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. But at this point in time, it was like 8 o'clock. Where are you going to go? Yeah. And this way, you're, you're waiting this long. So I go in, and I'm like, where are we on the list? And they're like, we well, got three groups in front of you. And I was like, what is taking so long? And they were like, People just aren't leaving. It's like their orders sitting there. Like we can't, you know, we can't really make them leave. And they're still ordering beers. And they're just not leaving. So, so I go back. So it ended up being like an hour and fifteen minutes before you end up getting in to go. Eat. And what was funny when we got in, I guess everybody left at the same time. So there was hardly anybody in there when we went in there. What's the longest you ever had to wait for food or anything else oh, to get in line somewhere? Shit, <laughs> that is just frustrating beyond belief. I'm trying to think. Because uh, remember, I had a four-year-old and a and an eleven-year-old in the back of the car. Well, I do know. I remember when we were coming back from the Charlotte Bowl that we stopped at Outback. We got stuck sitting out there waiting for a long time. We were all pretty much hammered, and Chips was. Well, there was no pretty much. Well, yeah. Okay, me and you were hammered, and Chips was hammered. Ch- Chip was Chip was beyond hammered. Yeah, I mean, there was he was sledgehammer material. He, he got cut it, off. It was, it was a little handy. I remember we waited out there. It seemed like forever. I forgot. I forgot about waiting out there forever. Because I remember we were talking to some people from Shady Springs sitting outside of there, and we. I, I swear to God, I, I feel like we were out there for five hours. And we finally <laughs> sat down. And everybody's like, "Yeah, beer, beer, beer." <laughs> Chips is like beer. Leslie's like sweet tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, come on, Leslie." <laughs> Rats. Rats. <laughs> That was a lengthy way. It, it probably, in retrospect, wasn't as long as maybe. Oh uh, yeah, your brain remembers. Yeah. But damn, it felt like forever because we've been drinking all day long. Exactly. You and we were starving. And when you take those pauses too, yes. it's the worst. You're oh, like, oh, yeah. it's almost like, please God, get me in here. <laughs> That's probably the one I, I can vaguely. Remember. I remember the. I remember we went to watch. It was a, it was one of the Star Wars movies. It might have been uh, Phantom Menace. Where we, me, I think last thing was outside. Well, Phantom Menace was the one where you babysat Garrett and he shit up. Okay, well, so it was the next one. It was Attack I mean, of the Clones. Yeah, we were in Beckley. Yeah, we yeah, were in yeah, Beckley. Yeah. We were out a lot and that took forever to get in that one. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I was in college waiting to go watch what you play Syracuse. When they had uh, John Wallace. Wallace. And, and Phil and Lake. Phil Lake and I sat there. We we camped out all day. So we we were there like at noon waiting, waiting for it to oh, go shit. into the game. That's, that's probably the longest I've ever waited to go in. But that point in time, yeah. It's a whole different story. You're like sneaking alcohol. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, those are fun weights. Those are fun weights. Yeah. yeah the, the you're weight, waiting on food is not a fun weight. Waiting on food with a four-year-old uh, sticking her head through the sunroof is not fun. Not good. Not good at all. Not good at all. <laughs> those, those minutes go by like hours. Yes. Hours, to say the least. Very much so. All right. That's good. All right. <laughs> this one actually involves your uh, father-in-law. Oh, boy. Your stepfather-in-law. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Uh-huh. So there's a... Oh, I bet I know where this story is going. Do you really? No. Is this about the mail carrier? No. Okay. okay. All right. So there's a new mail carrier. Well, I don't think she's new, but she's been popping in and out here lately. Uh-huh. And she is a 12 for the mail carriers around here. <laughs> so she popped in the day and I was like, damn, who in the hell is that? Lynn's like, oh, that's... You know, I'm not going to say her name, but... And I was like, okay, so... She came in in the morning. Well, so I knew she'd come. I knew about what time. It took. She's filling in for Tony. All right. So I was like, I'm going to walk downstairs as soon as I see that damn mail truck pull up. So I go down the step. Here she comes. And I said, hey. And there was a button booth and everybody's running out. Oh, I was like, God damn it. This is my moment. <laughs> and I was like, hey. I said, you do me a favor. She said, what? I said, you tell Tony we don't want him on this route anymore. We want you. <laughs> she was like, okay. I'll let him know. She just kind of blew it. I was like, all right, whatever. No big deal. So she leaves. So Saturday... Which was the day we played K State. Uh-huh. All right, I'm hungover, of course. So uh-huh. I'm just kind of meandering through, and I see the mail truck coming up, and it's her. Uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, she, she's doing Tony's right again." So I was like, "I'm gonna wait till she gets close, and I'm gonna walk down there and get the mail." So I started walking down the driveway, and she starts unloading. Of course, Jana's got 15 things from Amazon, and, <laughs> and uh, she's putting stuff in. I said, "If they're bills, now you keep them. I don't want them in my mailbox." <laughs> she's like, "All right, have a good one." I said, "Okay." So she left, and I was like, "I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna remind her." that I don't want Tony on this route anymore. Uh-huh. So I knew she would go up and come around and then come back down this side of the street. Uh-huh. So I waited and waited and waited. And I was like, damn, she's taking forever. So I hopped in the truck. So I'm <laughs> looking at the top of the hill. I'm waiting. Here she comes. And I was like, all right. I threw it some bitch in reverse, backed up, got right beside her, and I motioned to her, and she got out. And I was like, don't you forget to tell Tony he's fired off of this route. <laughs> she said, all right, I'll let him know. And I was like, all right. I was like, I got to find out who this girl is. Uh-huh. So, Booth and I are going up to the game bail. So, I texted Tony and I said, what's up with your girl, man? You got to give, give me the background on that. So, he started texting her. He was like, hey, you got an admirer, you know, this and that. That sounds like Tony. And she was like, well, who is it? Yeah. Is it so-and-so off of George's route or whatever? He was like, no, he's a good dude. You know, I know him I know him real well. And she was like, oh, okay. She was like, I did see, I did talk to one guy and he said something about you not working and she said, I delivered his mail and one thing or another. So anyway, so Booth and I are deep into the ship. Well, Tony went ahead and, and shared her number. Okay? No! Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, no! But then, but see, I didn't, and I didn't see the, the, till it was too late. No! Because there was a text later, and he put, sorry, my man, and she was like, you know, he was like, he wants to know if he can have your number, and she was like, but he'd already sent me her number. She was like, well, she's like, I appreciate you trying to play matchmaker, but I'm dating somebody right now. Well, I had already I'd oh, sent her a message. No. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, come to find out, I had my sister do some digging. This beautiful <laughs> young lady. This beautiful young lady. Okay. Have you ever seen We're the Millers? Yes. Okay. You yes. know the guy's got no regrets on his yeah. head? Yeah. That's who she's no. dating. Oh, great. She's dating no regrets. Okay. No regrets? Yeah, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. R-A-G. You don't regret anything? Not even one letter? Yeah. That's who she's fucking dating. All right. Yeah. You want to talk about somebody out kicking her coverage? That son of a bitch out kicked his coverage. <laughs> I said, God damn, she's dating no regrets. <laughs> I said. Hell, that might be the thing. Oh, I, I looked at I told him next day. I was like, dude. I, and I. I got home, of course, you know, I woke up the next morning, I looked, and I was like, oh, my God. What, <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything really bad or overly offensive, but, but it was just a couple little things here and there to where, so I texted her, I was like, look, I said, I had about 10 too many on the way back from the game last night. I said, I didn't see Tony's other text until it was too late. I said, you know, I just want to go ahead and apologize for yeah. being a whatever. She's like, oh, no, it's fine. She's like, I figured you were drinking. It's no big deal. I was like, yeah, I know, but... 
I don't usually do shit like that. I said, you know, I don't want you to get mad at Tony because he yeah. sent me your number. She's like, oh, no, I wouldn't hold your actions against him. I was like, well, <laughs> that's great. I'm, I'm glad you're just holding me against my own actions. <laughs> so that ship, I believe, has sailed. Yeah. But my, getting back full circle, what's the dumbest text or, or, or drunk moment you've ever and, – and, again, this is why it's not good for me to have anything to do with social media. Yeah. It's not good. No, not at all. No, no, give me, no. no, you'd be awful. I'll be done. You'd be awful. I'll be done. You'd be, be terrible. You'd be sending private messages. Oh, my God. What the hell is that Oh, my God. I mean, hell, I mean, I I have sent a thousand embarrassing texts, but none that, that I could But that was recall. pretty fucking stupid. That's, I told her, I was like, you're probably like, who is this random idiot that's sending me? She's like, she was like, no, I, I talked to Tony, so I had a pretty good idea who the random idiot was. <laughs> I was like, guilty as charged. <laughs> you pretty, pretty misguided male lady. I should have warned you against that. I mean, I'm pretty sure you know me and, and Tasha's meeting story where I was at the golf course at White Oak and I was like, and Brad Compton was there. And I was like, uh, and you know, he was asking me, like, you see anybody now? I was like, I was like, no, I was like, like I'm, I was like, I've, I've met this one girl because I met Tash at Morgan Lily's birthday party when she was, uh, yeah, passed out upside down, down upside on the down. couch. And I was like, like something right out of the like, hey, man, that's the girl for me. There's my Juliet. <laughs> Look at my Juliet doing a handstand. So I was like, I, I don't know, I don't know what her deal is. I can't tell if she's dating somebody or anything. Next, I follow her on Instagram and, and Facebook. I was like, I don't know if she's dating somebody or what. So next thing you know, I'm. I'm sitting in the in the pro shop, and here comes Tony. Hey, I heard you're trying to holler at my stepdaughter. <laughs> exact words. Yeah. Hey, I heard you're trying to holler at my stepdaughter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I was like, no. I was that's, like, I just, that's our boy. So then I was very like awkward, and then because Tasha had, had showed up an hour later to bring a baby seat over for her mom, yeah. so Teresa could have it for Isaac. Yeah. So I was like, hey, uh, how you doing? How you doing? I was so like, that's in her Facebook message later. I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he came in that next day, and I was like, I was like, hey, man. I said, we got to get your girl on this route. He's like, she, she ain't been with the company long enough to get this route. And I was like, <laughs> I said, I know, but she's way better looking than you are. And then I find out she's dating eight mile, and I thought, son of a bitch. You know why Tony has that rail? And he goes, he has the longest, ten- second longest tenure there. Yeah. Because he has the least walking. Oh, no, that's- <laughs> Sounds about right. But I got to give my boy, he tried. He tried like Oh, him. he will. He tried he like him. And he loves playing match and he, and he t- More than anybody. I went back and looked. I read, through, I read through when I sobered up and started looking at the message. I was like, man, my boy was really looking out for me. I was like, too bad I can, like, I, there, it wasn't going to happen anyway. But, boy. <laughs> The best laid plans. You know? <laughs> ah, damn. It seemed like such a good idea at the time. I did everything except say check yes or no. <laughs> I mean, I know I had some really bad texts when I post dawn pre uh, Tash. Yeah. I know I had some ridiculously bad mm-hmm. texts that people I don't even want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I mean, those. Those are the worst. Yeah. The the point where you really need to take your phone away mm-hmm. when you're drunk mm-hmm. because it gets really bad. Well, and I, and I went back and forth because the next day I was like, all right, how do I handle this? Because she didn't say anything. 
Uh, like she no, said, no, no response. response, which is way worse. It's way worse. Way worse. And I was like, all right, I gotta circle the fucking wagons here. Somehow. <laughs> I was like, how do I do this? And meanwhile, I'm trying to figure out what to do this, and I'm still buzzed up from the night before. <laughs> so I waited till like lunchtime after I had about four or five cups of coffee, and I sent her something. I was like, look, you know, just disregard all that nonsense from last night. You know, we went back and forth a little bit, but then she didn't say, and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Next, next. <laughs> yeah, Courtney sent me that picture of that dude, and I put, "Thank you." Next, <laughs> done. I was like, "If that's who she's hollering at, uh, yeah, not the yeah, girl yeah you're not offending her wheelhouse, oh, that's for sure." Mm. And, you know, you could go get it, no regrets. Uh, I can do it. Tattoo if you want I to. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> It'd be real easy to do. Oh boy. All right, man. Well, I guess we'll get together early next week. We'll find out where we are and what we're doing and. If we're going to live up to any kind of expectations or be disappointing as hell. That's exactly right. Be disappointing as those text messages. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> one more and I'm going home and going to bed. One more and I'm going home and going to bed. <laughs>